All right, everybody, welcome to Launchpad Podcast. Before we get started, we got to say some big shout outs and thank yous. Thanks to everybody who came and saw us at Comic-Con, guys. We really appreciate it. Huge shout out to Brian Ivanhoe. He helped Matt pick up some awesome stuff from the NECA booth. We really appreciate that, man. Thanks for listening. Thanks for coming out to Comic-Con. It is so awesome when all of us nerds can get together and just celebrate all the awesome stuff that we love. There were so many cool things, and we will be releasing tons of interviews. We got some incredible interviews. We talked to Kevin Eastman again, David Avalone, Ben Bishop. We talked to the guy who created the Star Wars fan club. We talked to an editor from Dark Horse. All sorts of amazing people. Those will be dropping as we get them edited. Big shout out to the guys I met on the plane on the way back. Two guys from Clearwater, Florida. They were super cool guys, and we talked for like four hours about the con. Just had a great big download. Those guys are awesome. Big shout out to them. A super huge thanks to Famous Monsters of Filmland. Guys, thank you so much for having the Launchpad podcast come and moderate your panel again. Making a World of Monsters, it was so much fun. We had a blast. Thanks to everybody who came and saw us there. Famous Monsters is such a great group of people, such a fantastic magazine, and we just love supporting them. So guys, thank you again for having us out there. Thanks for letting us moderate your panel, and we hope to do it again soon. Big shout out to my Walking Dead family. It was awesome to see you at the con. I was so proud of the trailer that we dropped, everybody who came to see that. We packed Hall H. That was awesome. And finally, a huge, huge shout out to Cousin Mike. Mike Conklin, man, you hold it down for us every year at Comic-Con. This guy is the best. He is like our PR person. He's like our tour manager. He's like a little bit of roadie and all family. Dude, thank you so much for being out there and helping us out this year, helping us hoof it around the con, making San Diego that much better. Dude, you are the best. Huge shout out to Cousin Mike. Comic-Con is always so much fun, and me and Matt love going, love running into all our fans. Thanks for everybody who was there. Thanks to San Diego. Thanks to Comic-Con. Now, today, we are talking about weapons. Famous weapons you see in movies. And like, we talk for like an hour and like only get through a couple of them. I feel like there are so many more awesome weapons from comic books, movies, video games. So, Tell us what we missed. Hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Launchpad Pod, or our website, launchpadpod.com. Let us know what weapon do you think we grossly overlooked, because I know there are a bunch of them. I mean, we hit some highlights for sure, for sure, but there are tons of weapons that I'm like, oh, I can't believe I didn't think about that. While I was editing this, I was like, oh man, I forgot this one. How could we? So let us know what we missed. Let us know what we need to do when we do the sequel of weapons, which will be who knows when, but... I guarantee it's going to happen, and we love hearing from you guys. So, let's get on with the show. Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. All right. Welcome to Launchpad Podcast. I'm Aaron. Uh, Matt. Rumi. What? Pew, pew. Pew, 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 pew. No, you didn't hit me. I have a protective barrier and armor that stops your pew pews. <laughs> your pew, pew, proof armor. I got my pew, pew, proof armor on. <laughs> <laughs> Rumi and I once decided that dildo was the most fun word to say in the world because it just bobbles off your tongue. Say, everyone, right now, say dildo. Dildo. Remember, we, we came up with the more advanced version of that? The best word in right. the world that rolls down your tongue and well, back is- It's not a is, word. It's a phrase. A phrase. Well, here you go. 
dildo billboard. <laughs> dildo billboard. Because billboard is a real fun word to say too. And if you say dildo billboard, billboard. say dildo billboard <laughs> pew pew poo farmer. <laughs> pew pew poo farmer dildo billboard. <laughs> Just as much fun to hear as it is to say. Anybody else listening? Is anybody out there? Anybody still listening? All right. Welcome to the Launchpad Podcast. Today we are going through the Rocketeers arsenal. We on the Rocketeers rocket ship at the launch pad here. We got the uh, the one of the greatest arsenals in the world, Matt. And uh, we had to kind of run down a list of some of the greatest weapons seen in comics, movies, books, you know, whatever, whatever media, fake weapons. Well, some of them, well, at least some of the ones I have are real weapons. They're just used in pop culture, whether it was a movie or a comic or a, uh, a book or a TV show, whatever. But these are shit that you'd want to bring to your fight. I guess in your in your Ready Player One universe, what do you what do you strap into yourself before you go into battle? Mm, well, I am starting with uh, a Death Star. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was on my list too, but it was going to be like a jokey slash reveal later. So I guess let's first of all, Rumi, let's talk about the rules because we we had a couple things. We said. For it to be a weapon, it has to be something that you can pick up and put down, something that I can use and then give to you, to you, you, you use. So um, it couldn't be Wolverine's claws, right? Because that's part right. of him. Right. What was another yeah, thing we said it couldn't be? Superman's laser eyes. Right. Couldn't be Cyclops' is, is, you know, his powers. It's not a power. Right. These are weapons that not powers. someone could discard. Weapon. So Death Star is a little tough to just discard, but man, there's a couple of like Death Star skeletons floating around space. I suppose you could uh, piece one together if you well, had to. And that, that would count as a weapon. Be- I mean, it's it's also a space station, but it was made to destroy planets. I think that's a pretty effective well, weapon. Definitely not a moon. No, it's definitely that is no moon. <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess that beats Psy, which is on my list. Then I was going to start with Psy, so I guess you win that round. <laughs> <laughs> Who brings a side to a planetary blowing up fight? A Death Star fight? <laughs> okay, why why did you pick Psy? Tell me about the Psy. I just think I've always thought the Psy was a bitchin' weapon. The very first Ninja Turtle action figure I had was Raphael. We, I remember being in school, whatever grade I was when that shit started, and a buddy had a Leonardo action figure. And I was like, what? A fucking mutant turtle with two swords? That's awesome. And I begged my mom and we went to, I don't know, but whatever fucking store it was. And they had all of them. KB Toys. It wasn't that. It was, I want to say it was like service merchandise or some <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> what? Like, yeah, it was like some... It wasn't a real Why store. Why is she buying toys at a hardware store? No, service merchandise. Is that the name of it? Maybe I have the wrong... No, service merchandise was like... It was almost like Macy's, but it had extra things too, like toys and bikes and shit like that. Whatever store um. it went to, it was not... It also might have been like a Mart. I don't think we had a Kmart, or I don't think Walmarts and Targets were invented yet. On this episode of the Launchpad Podcast, we were going to talk about weapons, but now we're trying to figure out what department stores our moms took us to. <laughs> I think yeah. this is called. I saw it on a billboard for dildos and Kmart's. I think. <laughs> uh. But anyway, it was Raphael. I got Raphael, and I got him because he came with two Psy, and I'd never seen that weapon before. He uses them so cool, even in the movie when he throws it and loses it and says, damn, it just looks so neat. Damn. And you could do so much stuff with it. You know, so many ninja in comics, Elektra and shit have used Psy. They're so fucking cool. Yeah. Elektra stands Ben Yurik with one. Bullseye stabs Elektra with one. 
they just look so cool. Actually, you've seen it, Rumi. When I announced like to Facebook that I was having a baby, I bought a whole bunch of fucking. <laughs> I bought a whole ninja bunch gear, of ninja yeah. accoutrements, including a sigh, and I stabbed a calendar through his due date with a sigh. <laughs> I said something about like there'll be a new ninja, and I bought a sigh. Spe- I think it's a. Is it a pair of sigh? I think it's a pair of sigh specifically. And then what happened was I had it in my pocketbook and a foot soldier came up and he said, Miss O'Neill, my master has a message for you. You have a big mouth. <laughs> Come on. He backhanded me and he said, shut it. <laughs> Sighs are cool. That's what this is. Sighs are cool. It could stab you three times at once. Yeah. I mean, it could take out your entire wedding tackle in one fell swoop. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'm on board for a sigh. So what's what's the next uh, weapon on your list? Should, wait, should we both pick a weapon? Go three, two, one, boom. Okay, let's do that. Okay. So it'll be like rock, paper, scissor, but with deadly, iconic movie and pop culture weapons. Yeah. All right. Ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. Death Star Dirty 2. Harry, 44 Magnum. Rumi <laughs> 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 said Death Star 2. Uh, that doesn't count because that shit was only half finished, although it was fully operational at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be a half-made weapon. All right, all right. Uh, here's here's the, the other one. Noisy Cricket. Oh, okay. All right. I thought about that, and I... I, I Saw that on the internet doing some searches, but okay, tell me, tell me a little bit about Noisy Cricket. I'm sure all of our nerdy, awesome fans know it, but tell us what a Noisy Cricket is. The first Men in Black is an awesome movie. It was that perfect era where I was the perfect age to think Will Smith was hilarious <laughs> and super charming. <laughs> and Independence Day, happy 4th of July, by the way. We're, we're recording this on the 4th of July. It's probably mm. going to come out months later, but you know, <laughs> hey, whatever, America, go. Independence Day was amazing, and I don't know if Men in Black came before or after that, but Men in Black was just like that perfect movie where I was at the age where I was like into UFOlogy and like Men in Black and like lizards and greys and all that. So this bullshit. is the age that you were getting laid left and right, right? <laughs> um, I probably <laughs> hadn't even sported a first pube yet. So yeah, Men in Black came out. I thought it was the coolest fucking thing. Mib. Oh yeah, I had that that album and the noisy cricket is. When they like Tommy Lee Jones opened up his trunk and there's tons of these badass weapons and it's just like huge guns and big lasers and all this shit. And and Will Smith's like, that's what I'm talking about, yo. And he reaches for this big gun. He's like, no, 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 you can't have that. You get this. And he hands him this itty bitty little thing called the noisy cricket. But when he finally uses it, it's like this gigantic force that blasts him back like 30 feet through a wall. Hysterical. <laughs> it is good. And it is a powerful gun, right? Super powerful. Like, yeah. The gun itself is pretty powerful. Yeah, it was blowing people up left and right, blasting them through walls. <laughs> well, you said that, and uh, I said the Dirty Harry forty four Magnum. Damn cool gun. Yeah, right? You gotta ask yourself one question. Do you feel lucky, punk? Well, do you? I shoot five or six shots. Yeah. I just, I like the idea of a pretty big handgun. You'll see I have a couple pretty decent handguns on my list. I just think it's cool. That it's small, it's a holdout, you can keep it on your, your hip in a fight if you have a bigger weapon and you need to go back to that. But I just like, that's, I like the idea of such a, a hard kick gun, you know what I mean? Like, it's a small yeah. gun, but that shit can, like, fucking kill an elephant. And I in the movies, when you see a Magnum, I guess uh, Taxi Driver is another notable, but I think he's got a three fifty seven Magnum. <laughs> Rumi's, Rumi's showing me a finger gun to his head at the end, his fingers are all bloody. I've actually shot a three fifty seven. And it was it did not kick back as hard as I would have thought. However, I couldn't hit shit with it. No, trying to shoot a fake zombie. Uh, fake zombie. I was trying to shoot a zombie, a zombie target. 
All zombies are fake, Matt. <laughs> the other day I, I met a mortician. I was like, what? You're like a real mortician? Kate's like, no, like a fake mortician. <laughs> I was like, okay, okay, well, fine. I'm just trying to confirm the validity of this statement, okay? I love the idea that you're at some place meeting morticians. Like, what sort of baller party were you at? We're like, oh, you got to meet Frank. He's a mortician. A real mortician. <laughs> a real mortician. I was like, what? <laughs> I have questions for you. You're like, I, and whoever told you that, you're like, it's not that I don't believe you, but I'm going to get this straight from the horse's mouth. The real horse's mouth. I bet they hear the same 20 questions every time, but I want to hear them from you. Do corpses get boners? Is that true? I heard that. Is that true? Tell me, is that true? And I know, I know, I know. You guys, none of you have sex with the corpses. I know everybody asks that, but I'm not that stupid. I know you don't. But you don't, right? (laughs) (laughs) Again, we'd like to take this moment to remind you, this is the weapons episode of the Launchpad podcast where we're talking about (laughs) weapons. (laughs) Here's one on my list that I want to bring up the question, is it a weapon? Oh, okay. I I have one or two of those, but go for it. I'll hum the theme song a little bit first. Interesting. Okay. Yes, I would say it's a weapon. Proton pack's a weapon. Ghostbusters proton pack. Yeah, because it's like, uh, would you would you consider a net a weapon? A net? Yeah. Like a defensive device, maybe. Gladiators used it in the arena. Yeah, well, yeah, but let me tell you this. If you were like (laughs) a gladiator slave and you were down in there and they're handing out weapons and one guy gets this bitch in maze and one guy gets like a double-headed axe and then you're handed a net, like, are you going to be stoked or not? Tell me the truth. I love the idea of like a gladiator who like, he wakes up and he looks at his alarm clock and he's like, I overslept. And he's like running, doing the Ferris Bueller thing to try to get to the pit in time. And he gets there and he's like, oh man, oh man, do they have that long sword? Do they have that broadsword? And he get there like, ah, dude, we just gave away our last bladed weapon. We have a lot of nets though. <laughs> you get a net and a fork. Yeah. He's like, oh, jeez. Oh man. But at least do I get that cool helmet that has like a bunch of circles where the eyes should be? I want that one. <laughs> well, I feel that a net is not a great weapon, but it is a weapon. I think it's a means to an end weapon. It's not the end all be all. But, you know, I've seen nets in a lot of movies and stuff used as a weapon. So I feel like a proton pack is just a bitchin' net to capture a ghost, which is part of a weapon, I think. I think so. It defends you against but the ghost. They also they also definitely show that the proton pack can fuck shit up. Like it tears yeah, places right. it apart. Could, it could destroy a ballroom. And if my proton pack and your proton pack cross streams, we could like fuck up reality, right? Yeah, totally just rip the fabric of time apart. That counts as a weapon. Which, fucking cool. Also, uh, can we see a Ghostbuster movie where there's human bad guys and they get fucked up with a proton pack? I want to see that now. I just want to see what happens if you shoot a person with a proton pack. <laughs> it's like the beginning of Scanners. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool though also scanners is a terribly boring movie can we agree. all just yeah. agree that scanners yeah, there's some good effects yeah. sequences scanners has otherwise. a couple cool moments where people's heads explode and then the rest of the movie is boring as fuck all right all right <laughs> enough aside. let's get back to weapons remember this is our weapon episode you tell me one of your uh maybe weapons wait wait before we get to that Let's stick with but, yours. Your your proton pack is baller. Why do you why do you like proton pack? What's cool about it? Because uh, you get to catch ghosts, man. I think the <laughs> I think Ghostbusters as a device. I uh, you gave me one of the like oh yeah the, that's right blue plastic proton pack. I got it. It's right. It's right up here. It's hanging it's on the wall. Plastic. I think it was from Kenner from the original Ghostbuster Kenner. toy line. It's the one that you could wear yeah. when you 
press the button, it goes. When I was a kid, that Christmas present was one of the greatest presents I ever got. Like, lost my mind, ran around the house being like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I cried probably. Oh my God, I'm so happy. Were you running around like an idiot? Were you at least capturing ghosts? I hadn't even opened the box yet. <laughs> so your house was swarmed with, with, with ghosts. <laughs> And you're just yeah. you're taking a victory lap before you throw down. <laughs> I was obsessed with the cartoon. I bust all the ghosts in my house and neighborhood. <laughs> the Ghostbusters. I'm like, I just love. I mean, the Ghostbusters are one of my favorite properties. I just think they're just. It's an awesome concept. It's super fun. I think that it has so much potential to keep going. I mean, just just make more. Just keep making them. Like, don't, it doesn't matter who or what or where. Just keep making Ghostbusters stuff because it it. It's just fun. It's sci-fi. It's like geek science. It's paranormal investigation. It's comedy. It's it's just so awesome. And the Proton Pack, I think, was just a mad scientist, awesome piece of equipment that I want. And I want a Proton Pack rec- replica so bad, but those things are like two grand. I feel like the design of the pack itself is cool. Like the backpack is a thing, and then you have the blaster attached to it with a, a hose. I think that's pretty freaking cool. And the design of it is so cool because there's so much going on there and they just like kind of like in Star Wars, how they world build, they don't explain it. They're not like this piece does this and this piece does this. There's just all these blinking lights and dials and shit on there. And it just looks and it looks cobbled together. It looks so cool. The way they introduce it, they're like, we haven't gotten a chance to take them for a test run. They're like, okay, well, turn it on. And he turns it on. It starts making noise. And Ray and Egon press themselves up against the side of the elevator like that's going to do something if this thing explodes. (laughs) They're all dead. And then the whole time you haven't seen them use this giant piece of equipment on their back and when they finally let loose and turn it on, it just destroys this ballroom. Yeah, just fuck up this hotel's ballroom. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that's a weapon for sure. It's essentially like energy whips, right? They're just whipping through everything, breaking all the shit on the table oh, and everything. Yeah. And it took, like, they destroy the whole room to catch one ghost. And that's hysterical to me that they just destroy this place to do one little job. Catch that fucker, though. Dude, Ghostbusters is great. Please give me one of your nets. Give me a net. Uh, well, mine's not a net. Let me, wait, actually, wait, that's not true. Let me see if I have a net. But a maybe weapon. You said you had, you had some that could have, could or could not be a weapon. Yeah. Okay. Here's, I, I think this counts. Venom, the Venom symbiote, or possibly Spawn from Image Comics Spawns. But I think Venom definitely qualifies because I can take it off. Uh, it can go to you. It's been to multiple people. It's gone on and off of him. And it is a, I think it is a weapon. Do you agree or is that a costume? <laughs> That's a weaponized costume. I mean, it's a weaponized costume for sure. I mean, same thing with the Iron the Man Spawn armor, right? mantle. Well, the only thing is his Spawn Man like, armor is Al Simmons is not inside Spawn, right? His body is in his grave. He is Spawn. Like, the whole thing is Spawn, but Spawn gets a, a cape and a costume and chains, and that is the magical costume. But is the co- can he take the costume off, though? Because if the costume is... If he can't, if the costume is part of him, Spawn, Spawn's necroplasm armor and costume and cape does not, in my opinion, count the way a symbiote would. No, I, I think it I think it's tied to him until he's no longer the hell spawn. Like there are issues where like Satan's like, you're bad, you're bad at spawning, and he takes it away from him and gives it to somebody else and then he gets it back. You know, shit like that. Right. But like, yes, yes, it's more of a mantle. Like a, it's a okay. it's a title that comes with magical powers. So but Venom, 
Yeah, I mean, if Iron Man counts as a as a weapon, yeah, right. That's what I would think. Then Venom should. Hmm. Now Venom from the get go, from get go with a, a Spider Man. My sister in law was in town, and she asked it like what like, and Amanda will do this once in a while where she asks a question, and two words into my explanation, they're rolling their eyes and they're like, "Oh, I shouldn't have asked this." So she's like, "What's Venom's deal? Where did he come from?" So I gave her the whole like secret or backstory where. Spider-Man loses his costume in space, but when Nick shows, she was like, oh, fuck. I just want to know if he's a good guy or a bad guy. <laughs> you know, like, I don't, I don't need the whole fucking thing. Uh, honestly, my favorite Venom origin is not the Secret Wars. It's from the cartoon Spider-Man the Animated Series, where J. Jonah Jameson's son, who's an astronaut, crash, crashes mm-hmm. the space shuttle into the Brooklyn Bridge and Venom's on board. That's I like that better because it didn't have to explain all the secret. Because honestly, not a fan of Secret Wars because Peter Parker should just stay on Earth, but... You know, that's just me. I'm on, I'm on board with that. But you can't, I think no matter what the origin is, unless you're talking about Sam Raimi's, the black Spider-Man costume is just so fucking cool. And Venom is one of the greatest villains. Yeah, yeah. I was say, then, then to evolve that into the, the villain of Venom, who's a more muscular version with a slightly different spider and face, like it's just so cool. His powers are great, right? You know, a thought responsive costume that can change shape. He doesn't make as many weapons as Carnage does, at least in the early inclinations. But then he can the, like the recent, the recent Venom when he's when he's not Eddie Brock when he is Mac Flash Gargan. Thompson. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Flash Thompson era. He builds a bunch of he he does weapons. It's really cool. Well, because Venom when when Spy, Black Spider Man had the costume, he didn't need his web shooters because he could shoot black webs. Same thing with Venom. So same thing with uh with Eddie Brock's Venom. He can literally turn invisible, like or or at least close to invisible. He's got a cloak. He doesn't set off Spider-Man's Spidey sense, which is a huge thing if you're a Spider-Man adversary to be able to sneak up on him, because that's one of I think that's one of Spider-Man's greatest powers. And to be able to ne- to negate that as his enemy is fucking awesome. But again, radar and senses are not weapons. That's that's radar. No, no, but that's, like that's turning your hand into an axe, definitely a weapon. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He just is so, and he looks so cool. I don't really care about like the wispy venom flying out all over the place. My venom was always like a, a Mark Bagley venom from, um, you know, the early, or really one of the first inclination or incarnation. Why do I keep saying inclination? Incarnation of venom. I like that venom way more than, you know, whippy, almost like an Angel Medina kind of venom strands spitting out everywhere. Either way, though, it's just such a cool design. I am more inclined to the <laughs> wispy incarnation. My inclination is wispy incarnation. <laughs> you, like wisp, you like a wispy? I, depends on how it's done. I, I like it when he's oozy. When it, I mean, it just depends. Like, I like it when he grows multiple heads and his teeth and like more like a, like a John Carpenter's The Thing sure, as okay. opposed to Venom the Hunger and Venom Separation Anxiety are like my favorite Venom stories because, you know, yeah, the License to Kill and some of those other ones are really badass and that's like classic venom as you think of him but like i like it when it's more of a horror element to it and like the body horror that comes with venom is really cool to me i get that yeah but either way i think i mean i guess as a character as a design as a as an anything the fact that they've designed him in such a way that he can evolve and be wispy and one head and 12 hands and like the thing and like an you know opposite of spider-man it's pretty cool that he just has all of this shit but i mean it just I, I think that's an awesome weapon. I think that would be a bitchin' weapon to to have. He's all, he's essentially bulletproof, right? For most firearms, he can catch bullets and shit. 
He's yeah. strong enough. If you got that suit on, you're strong enough to throw down with superpowers. I don't know if you're Hulk level strong, but you're not far behind. You can certainly lift a fucking car. That's pretty good, man. That's, yeah. that's a lot of bang for you your buck. You can jump really far. You bang for your, your black costume buck. <laughs> um, hey, Rumi, I want to do something real quick. Just in case people got really tired of our uh, like <laughs> our etymology uh, lesson at the beginning of the episode, mm-hmm. and like say they just like, well, let's see how the 20-minute mark goes. I just want to go, you know, and when it just rolls off your tongue perfectly, and you're like, billboard. Billboard. Diddle-do. Billboard. all right those people have skipped ahead skipped ahead another 20 minutes so we'll be back for that a little bit we'll have to say (laughs) say some more shit (laughs) some more stupid shit can you imagine if somebody was just skipping through our episode to see what we were talking about they're like wow it says weapons but they should talk about dildos the entire time i guess they just didn't want to write that they're talking about dildo billboards Although I would, I would do that for sure, and not even in a sexual sense. They are literally just talking about how fun it is to say the word. Yeah, dildo billboard. <laughs> dildo billboard. All right, I got another weapon. Is it a dildo? <laughs> no, it is. It, this weapon ruined a movie for me. Ooh, I'm intrigued. This is the weirding module. Do you know what movie this is from? Weirding module. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, this is from Dune. Oh, I'm gonna. Can I tell you something? I might get flack for this. I've never seen the original. Seen the first 45 minutes and then couldn't get into it. Well, good for you. Don't. It's terrible. <laughs> it's god fucking awful. It's terrible. It's a terrible fucking movie and shouldn't be called Dune. I don't know how this movie is even in a pantheon of classics. Uh, okay, I read the book in high school and was like, "Fuck, this is some good sci-fi shit, man. This is badass." It's it's just like any Star Wars or, you know, Avatar type shit. It's like dude shows up to a planet and he's like a rich dude and then his family gets fucked up by the bad guys and he goes out in the desert and becomes some sort of like ninja wizard psych, psychic monk and can control giant fucking sandworms and they do drugs and he can like see through time and shit and then he comes back and fucks up the bad guys. Badass, right? Like, it's an incredible book. A great epic epic sci-fi story one of the best i've ever read an awesome series but then i'm like okay i'll watch the movie and it who is it cronenberg or is it lynch i always mix those two fuckers up i want to say it's lynch but i can't i don't know i haven't seen it that's my excuse <laughs> david lynch directed this one and like the effects are kind of cool in it and the cast is kind of cool in it but like oh my god dude it's, it's so fucked and it's like missed the point of the book completely has no clue what's going on but in the movie they come up with this thing called the weirding module that's like this gun that amplifies sound and you say stuff, you're like, yeah, and it goes pew, 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 and like shoots out a blast. And they find out that this dude's name is like the most powerful bullet this sound gun has. And they're like, <laughs> guess how many times that is in the book and guess how long the movie focuses on that bullshit. Uh, Can you imagine... <laughs> That was rhetorical. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. There's no need to answer that because it's fucking bullshit. This movie sucks. God damn, I'm throwing a tender tantrum about it. A so tender imagine, tantrum? pretend for a moment. Tender tantrum is one of the best words to say too. Dildo <laughs> billboard tender tantrum. Dildo tender tantrum. Imagine, okay, just pretend for a second that you're, like, you're watching Star Wars and you're like, oh man, lightsaber's pretty cool. And then somebody's like, no, there was never any lightsabers in the book. That's so, like... Can you imagine the amount of time that's spent on lightsabers in the Star Wars universe and that was never part of the book? I'm like, 
the fans of the book are just pissed as hell. That's what was happening. And dude, the weirding module has is never in the book. It has nothing to do with it. It's so fucking stupid. And I couldn't believe it. I like it blew my mind. I'm watching the movie. And I'm like, I mean, the sandworms are cool, but what is going on here? What? <laughs> why is this movie lost on this weapon that is stupid? Oh God, that movie sucks. Pew, pew, pew. Anyway, hopefully the one in 2020 that's apparently about to come out is better. Uh, I've read a little bit about that, though. I'll get to that in a second. Just to confirm, though, this weirding module is a gun that shoots based on the word that you say. Yeah, you can be like, yeah, you'll be like, dildo billboard. And it'll be like, pew, 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 and like blow stuff up. <laughs> that was, that was going to be my joke. That's the new one. That's going to be the newest ah. in the 2020 version. That's the most powerful phrase that you could say. If you do that, it's like a, it's like a shooting a Death Star or a proton pack at a table. Kaboom. Since I brought Dune up, anybody who hasn't seen Hodorowski's Dune, the documentary about uh, Alejandro Hodorowski trying to make Dune into a movie um, and basically lays the DNA for everyone who made Star Wars Aliens, uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey, like one of the greatest teams ever assembled to make sci-fi movies, uh, Hodorowski was trying to make a version of Dune that never got off the ground and... It's incredible. Like, what an incredible documentary. Never got made. The dude's batshit crazy. And they're like, no, we're not making this movie. But, like, the team he put together to try and make it ended up basically going out and creating 20th century sci-fi film, defining the genre. This has been our weapons episode. <laughs> Are you done, I'm going to take out a billboard. I'm going to take out a billboard that says... <laughs> The weapons episode from the Launchpad podcast. And it's just a picture of a dildo. <laughs> Should be a billboard in the shape of a dildo. And then at night, instead of Matt, lighting all up, billboards it vibrates. Square. Have you ever seen a billboard? When have you ever seen a billboard that's not shaped like a billboard? Oh, I, I'm drunk. I meant to say a billboard that's shaped like a dildo. Did I didn't say that? Fix that in editing. It is what you said, and I'm making fun of you for it because all billboards are rectangle i want it to be shaped like a dildo what shape do you think a dildo is do you know what a what dildo shape looks do you like think a billboard is <laughs> <laughs> wait do you not understand what a billboard is have you been using your billboards as dildos <laughs> i mean i think you just think that people somebody's gonna die cut you a specialty shaped billboard out of nowhere oh you think there's just like a billboard factory that just ships out standard size billboards and standard shapes billboards I've only seen standard shape billboards. Have you seen fancy ones? <laughs> stop. We need to stop talking about billboards and talk about weapons. <laughs> Rumi, throw me a weapon right now. The M4-1A pulse rifle from Aliens. Get some. It's such a cool gun. It's dual action. You have a machine gun aspect to it as well as a... Uh, a grenade launcher, onboard grenade launcher. It just looks so cool. And if you have duct tape, you also have a flamethrower. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that a nine. I don't know how many rounds a normal machine gun holds, but 99 does not seem like a lot, but it's got a cool little counter on it, which is visually cool. I also love the smart gun from that movie, which is just so fucking cool. I think the, the pulse rifle is a little bit higher in the pop culture con uh, consciousness I guess just because the design, it just looks so fucking cool. It's often knocked off in so many space movies and comics you see characters carrying. Uh, what do you think? What do you think about these aliens guns? I mean, the space marines were some of the most badass, like, weaponized people to ever, like, step on screen. And just, I like the, 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 
the steady cam arm guns that they have. They have these yeah. giant like long guns. Those are the I don't smart know which guns. ones those are called. M- the, M- oh, those 50- are the big smart guns? Yeah, they're M56 smart guns. Rodriguez says, let's, oh, Vasquez. Vasquez, let's rock. Vasquez, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were talking about the turrets that they have. The smart, I thought the smart gun no, was the, 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 no, the turrets. Sentry guns? That, no, smart, smart guns sentry are the ones. Guns, yeah. The smart guns, at least in the video games, are the, are the, the rock and roll ones, the, the, the tripod guns. because Big ones. Yeah, they have. Yeah, so they so the, they have these big long guns that then have this arm that helps them hold them because they're so heavy. Badass. It's it's pretty fucking cool. What a cool design. Both of those guns are cool. I just feel like the pulse rifle, the fact that it's also called a pulse rifle is pretty interesting. I think that's just uh, it's just one of those guns that everybody it thinks fires is super pulses. cool. Brap, brap, brap. Yeah, but you have to say just like in Dune, you have to say the word brap, 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 otherwise nothing happens. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, well, let's stay, stick in this universe, and how about Ooh. the the shoulder cannon from Predator? I actually wrote everything the Predator has as one of mine, because... I know, I knew you would. It's just, he's so... I mean, You know me, right? I love to have cargo pants. I love to have... I have two or three flashlights and a couple either multi-tools or knives on me at a time. I just like the functionality of that and the, the preparedness for anything. And that is Predator, right? He's essentially a walking weapon, head to toe. Well, then what's your favorite Predator weapon, then? I'll put you on the spot, man. Pick one. Pick so, one Okay, so, so here's the deal. Me and you are yaucha, and we are going to go into battle against each other, and we can only bring one Predator weapon. Helmet, mm-hmm. does, helmet doesn't count, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, what are you going to take? Hmm, let me think. Let me think about it for a second. Dun, 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 Do you know yours already? Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Okay, I think I got mine. Go ahead. What do you, what do you, what's yours? Three, two, one. Smart Glacier. disc. What did you say, smart disc? The smart disc, the thing that, basically the, the weapon frisbee. from Kroll, but is in, uh, yeah, it's the frisbee that with spikes that come out of it. Yeah, go ahead. Tell me about it. Uh, well, it's in Predator 2, and he throws it at people, and it sticks in their chest and fucks them up royal. Pretty cool. And then again, just like the smart gun in the video games of Alien, the Alien video games, in the Predator video games, the smart gun usually auto-targets. Yeah. And, and also, it comes back to you, which is pretty cool, theoretically, as long as you don't embed yes. it in something. You had the big spear, the retracto spear? Not the spear in the movie, though. The spear in the video games and the comics. Specifically, like, the spear that he has in Batman vs. Predator, it can cut. Yes. And then one, of the, one of the Predators had it in the Aliens vs. Predator arcade game. It's not a pointy, like, a toothpick on the end. It's got, like, knife blades on the end. So you can spin it and cut people, oh. too. It just seems so friggin' Broken cool. tusk from... Yeah, Broken yeah, Tusk yeah, from exactly, uh, exactly. Alien vs. Predator has one, and the toy has it, and it's awesome, yes, dude. Yes, it's, I just, I like the design. It's, uh, the Aliens vs. Predator, uh, the original comic series from Dark Horse, as well as the Batman vs. Predator comic series, those, those spears that they had in there, I like the design of the blades. I just thought that was so fucking cool. So, I, I, that would be my... So fucking but cool. But I mean, you got the shoulder cannon is great. It's just so cool. It's a functional thing, and it lets you, you could be climbing, you could be holding, you could be fighting with that with with your hands and still have the shoulder cannon the shoulder cannon follows the helmet so you can auto target things by turning your head i mean that's that's a oh, pretty those cool three one. little dot targeting dots are just yeah, so bad i mean design wise it's, like, it's so cool what else does he have he's got the net launcher and although we talked about how mm-hmm. shitty nets were before predator nets are but awesome that net launcher is badass <laughs> yeah cut your predator, ass to the bone predator nets oh man because they they Tack into the wall with spikes and then like cinch up to cut you. Mm-hmm. And we forgot Fucking we haven't crazy. mentioned the one thing I was gonna I was gonna take over the spear, the predator wrist gauntlet. Right, no predator is complete without the wrist gauntlet. Right, not only is that a 
oh. offensive and defensive weapon, but you need that shit to take your trophies. It's like double machete strapped to your arm. Come on, dude. Bad I, ass. And I actually read somewhere, I need to verify it, but I read somewhere that those are on there for life and that they cannot be removed. I don't know if that's true. Pretty cool idea um, if it is. I was just reading Predator, Alien vs. Predator Omnibus, and it shows them taking them off and doing stuff with them. Well, to clean them, you got to like get under there. Otherwise, your skin gets irritated. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it should be able to get taken off, but I, I, I love those weapons for sure. So here's one I want to bring up since it's, it's not in the same universe, but um, it is a sci-fi movie. This is more of a director. Neil Blomkamp. <laughs> you can't use directors as weapons. <laughs> <laughs> Tell DC that. Oh. <laughs> so Neil Blomkamp has made several movies that in each one of his movies, say what you want about the movie, but the weapons in them are phenomenal. District 9, awesome. Yeah, the weapons yeah. in District 9 are so fucking badass. They look so cool. The design is so cool. The use of them in the movie is so cool. And then this movie Elysium, and a lot of people shit on Elysium, but I was like, I, I, I understand all the complaints about it, and they're not wrong, but that movie had weapons all over the place that were so fucking cool, True. where this guy like shot these like little discs that would stick to you and then explode, like fucking cool. Elysium was full of great moments, and I'm like, dude, if this was like an 80s movie, you wouldn't be complaining. You'd be like, if you found this on a VHS, you'd be like, this movie's rad. Like, I think in 20 years... Elysium is going to be remembered as like a badass, like fun sci-fi romp and like the stuff that's stupid about it. Yeah, that's stupid. But how many stupid movies have you seen that have such amazing moments with badass weapons? I don't know, man. I think Neil Blomkamp is killing it and he brings up some really creative badass weapons. That's all I got to say. I can see that. And I think I have complaints about that movie, but overall I liked it. And like you're saying, the, the weapons were definitely cool. And I feel like they stood out from some of the stuff we've seen before and since. Some guy got his face blown off with a hand grenade, and then they dragged him into a spaceship and rebuilt his face. Come the fuck on. Anything that's bad in that movie was erased the moment a guy's face got rebuilt. That was so badass. Come on. I mean, I'm definitely, definitely the movie has problems. But again, if that movie was in a different language, nobody would be complaining. And if that movie like came out in the 80s and was just like shitty, shittier quality, you'd be like, yeah, fucking rad. Yeah, and District 9 had some great weapons and they they tease you real cool by you see that you see scientists like uh experimenting with the weapons and figuring out how to use them and it destroys some cattle and destroys some other aliens I believe and you're like, "Oh shit." And then later on the protagonist gets one of them or two of them and starts shooting them and you're like, "Oh man, people are getting fucked up." And it's just it's definitely was like a fun. I think both of those, I think him as a director, he kind of whether he does it on purpose, he has that stylistic thing where it's very video game-like. Like, even a, a weapon that shoots discs onto you that blow you up, that sounds like something from, like, an Unreal tournament or something. Did I just date myself by saying that? Yeah, you did. Mm -hmm. uh, can, I, can I redeem you by dropping a couple video game weapons? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the chainsaw gun in the Gears of War game mm -hmm. is fucking amazing. It's like, it's basically if a pulse rifle had a chainsaw attached to it, because the Gears of War basically was just like, hey, we like aliens. Let's make a video game about that. And they're like space marines, like real hardcore, tough talking assholes. <laughs> and they have badass weapons. And uh, their gun, one of their guns has a chainsaw on the end of it. And, and is it, so I, I know super the gun red. that you're talking about, but I've never played the game and never yeah. even seen the game played. I wouldn't know characters from it. Does the chainsaw actually Ooh. like work? Like, do you cut people with that gun? Oh, 
So you can do this badass move where you're like pop, 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 and then you charge at him. And then like if you do a move or button combination just before you hit him, you'll run up to him and just go and cut him in half. Oh, that's cool. Badass. And since we're talking about uh, something of war, yeah, Gears of War is super fun. But then in God of War, Blades of Athena held by Kratos is fucking awesome weapon. It's these two giant knives that have chains on them and the chains are seared into his arms wrapped around them so they're like burning him and he can like basically like whip them around the room and just fuck shit up with them amazing super fun game oh, they connect they can each chain each knife is connected to his arm via a chain yeah connected uh, to his arm via chain and he can just swing them around the room like like a like a raver with glow sticks on a string but with more blood and <laughs> that's <death>. awesome <laughs> yeah i'm i'm currently playing the new god of war which is like old man Kratos. Like he's he's like trying to hide. He's like it's like that last Rambo movie where they're like, "Hey, are you a god of war?" And he's like, "No, you must have someone mistaken." Like, <laughs> but in this weapon, he doesn't have the chain the chain knives. He has a a Norse axe, which he throws like a boomerang, which is pretty fun to fuck shit up with too. Well, while we're talking about Norse, I have a a Norse weapon on here. Can you pronounce it properly? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> All right, go for it. I'm, I'm going to say Mjolnir. All right. I'll, Is that I'll, right? I'll buy it. Let's ask Jeremy Reiner if that's how it's said. <laughs> if you Google Mjolnir, the first thing that comes up is Mjolnir pronunciation. Let's see, let's see if you can hear this. Ready? Mjolnir. Yeah, that's about right. That's what someone on YouTube says. I don't know if I trust them, though. Yeah. Uh, Thor's hammer. Huh? Oh, you mean the Halo suit? Mjolnir. I don't know what Halo is. What's Mjolnir. Nonsense. Is Halo. The... <laughs> Master Chief's suit is called Mjolnir. Oh, yeah. High altitude, low opening when you jump out of an airplane to fight Godzilla. Sure. It's a halo drop. This is Mjolnir. This is Thor's hammer that only those worthy are able to pick up. First of all... Not a fun word to say. No, Does yeah. not roll off your tongue. Can you... <laughs> don't put that word on a billboard. That's part of the worthiness. If you don't pronounce that shit right, you definitely can't pick it up. It doesn't matter how worthy you are. Like, you could be a great person. If you're like, oh, I gotta pick up Mjolnir, you're like, nope. Stuck to the ground. <laughs> it just flies right into your nuts. <laughs> he, there's a strap on the end of it that he can spin around and throw it. And we've talked about this before. He doesn't fly, but it pulls him with it. So it's, I guess it's like grabbing onto the side of a train and you just go with it. You could do that with your own I hammer, guess. which I think is, that's a, hey, it's an interesting and unique way to travel. I'll give it that. Uh, but we're not talking about transportation. I mean, the physics of that is blowing my mind right now. Yeah, that's how it works. Go throw something really heavy <laughs> out your window far. You got to throw it far, though. That's the key. If you don't throw it far, it doesn't work. I'll, okay. I'll wait. <laughs> Go. I'll wait. Whatever. I'm not even going to explain it. The, ha the hammer helps control the weather and lightning and thunder. Cool, cool. But also, it's a giant sledgehammer. And hammers do exactly one thing, and that's fucking bust shit up. And I just think, I've always thought hammers are a badass weapon to have. And brutal, yeah. right? I mean, if you get hit with a fucking hammer, especially a magical enchanted hammer. I have the gravity hammer from Halo. Stop talking about Halo. <laughs> oh, well, it's super fun to smash shit with hammers. What can I say? It is. I've smashed exactly three things with hammers, and it was fun every time. And then you know how I got home when I was done? I threw that shit, and it went, whoop, pulled me with it. Woo! <laughs> Super cool. Yeah, I don't know. That's my. That's not my first one by any means, but I think it's a worthy weapon to put on a, an interesting 
weapon rack. Here's the weird thing, though. Yeah, not my favorite weapon. There's there's nothing about it that I'm I'm not even that big of a Thor fan. But that was the first weapon I thought of when you think of iconic weapons. Oh, interesting. I was like Thor's hammer. It's like one of like mythical weapon. Mm. Like n- name name another weapon that has a like legendary. Like thousands of years, people have been talking about Matt's pointing at his junk. Um, put that on a billboard, Matt. No. You would definitely need an extra large size rectangle billboard for my junk. <laughs> <laughs> you dirty this fucker. This our weapons episode. But seriously, though, like, can you name other like ancient like mythological weapons? I'm thinking like Diana's bow. Like those are the like sure. those are the other things I can think of. Is like some sort of famous bow and arrow, maybe, but like <laughs> Thor's hammer is. There's been a thousand metal songs written about it. That's <laughs> true. I like this. See, I got a call. I got a bunch of other guns. Do you have a number one? Like, if if I'm saying you're going into mythological world, any mythological world, and you can bring any single weapon, don't tell me what it is, but just give me a yes or no. Do you know what you would take with you? Uh, I mean, like, I know my coolest weapon. Like when we when we said. Wouldn't a, a weapons episode be cool? I immediately knew what my number one would be. You don't, you don't, you're well, not sure. I mean, yeah, lightsaber. Duh, yeah, but, that's. Well, you know, I mean, you, it's so easy. We all have the biggest boner for a lightsaber. If you're even if you're only a little nerd, you love lightsabers, right? Yeah. Um. How about the mini nukes from Fallout Three? It sh- shoots tiny little nuclear bombs. I, I don't know. That was pretty cool to me. I don't know if there's an ultimate one. Like, ch- I have chainsaw on here, just a generic chainsaw, because I love any time a chainsaw is in a movie. Yeah, I guess that's fair enough. And I actually purposely was going to put, you know, Evil Dead chainsaw or like lawnmower from um, Dead Alive or stuff like that. But I was like, uh, those are super cool. But those but are good like weapons. Those yeah. are just super cool scenes, scenes in movies. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, yeah. And it's like, I love a good chainsaw fight, but like, that's not a great weapon. It runs out of gas and is super loud. And right. I don't know if you ever chainsaws a lot of stuff, but they are finicky pieces of shit. They oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, and I think that's hard to wield a chainsaw when chopping a tree down or chopping wood up or whatever. I can only imagine in a dance of death with some sort of combatant that was also trying to kill you. Like, at least a tree is not inherently trying to kill you. Like, if you were trying to yeah, cut exactly. things up with a chainsaw and the things that you were trying to cut also were trying to, to hurt you. <laughs> yeah. Well, cutting an inanimate object like a tree, the chainsaw gets like all fucked up right. with sawdust. I can't imagine like zombie guts. That thing would be done in a minute. Come on. I mean, fucking great weapon for, you know, movies and comic books, but just terrible practicality. I have one more. I think we've hit basically my entire list, but I have one more and it is the uh, Auto 9 from RoboCop. I, I was going to be- my leg. I can- I was going to be very disappointed if you did not bring that up. Yeah. The Auto 9 from RoboCop is a modified 9mm gun with an extended barrel and an extended magazine. And it, like, you hold that thing down and just just fires them off, man. Bad ass. I read that they originally were just going to give him a Desert Eagle, like a 45 Desert Eagle. But when they gave it to him in the suit, the suit was so big on him. That the Desert Eagle, which is, if you guys don't know about, like, I'm not a gun guy, but I know guns from movies. Desert Eagle is a pretty big gun. It's actually similar in shape it's to the heavy. RoboCop gun. But it it's a big gun. But when you're in a RoboCop suit with giant fucking gauntlets on, the gun looks small. So they said, all right, we can't just use this. We have to get it. It was a modified Beretta uh, 9 millimeter, mm-hmm. and then they put automatic on it, and they put, you know, the, the, the raised sights and everything. 
and it is just a cool looking gun. I actually thought of you the other day. I don't, I don't, I don't play video games much, but there's now uh, Nerf has a bunch of Fortnite guns. Did you see this? They have like two or three dart guns, and Nerf owns Super Soaker, so they also have a couple Fortnite Super Soakers. And there is this purple mm-hmm. one that is based on a Fortnite gun, but it looks a lot like the Auto Nine from RoboCop. Ooh, it's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty cool Man. looking. It's not the same. Exactly, but it's the same idea. Yeah, I've never never played Fortnite. It looks very similar to it. Pew pew pew. I I would I would look into that Nerf gun. Is it a Nerf gun or a Super Soaker? This one's a Super Soaker. That this one is specifically. Mm. Um, there's a pretty cool looking pistol that has a silencer, a detachable silencer, also from Fortnite. That is a dart gun, like a Nerf gun. But this one that it looks like a, it looks like RoboCop's gun is a, a squirt gun, like a uh, a water gun. But RoboCop's gun is so fucking cool. He has it in all three movies. You know, bonus on the storage and the leg, that's kind of cool. And it shoots, you know, it could shoot full auto, but in three-round bursts, which is really good for potential rapists. Shoot those little peenies right off. Yeah, right in the dick. (laughs) (laughs) You know, if you look really carefully in the very first RoboCop movie, when he shoots that guy's dick off, there's two guys, right? When he shoots that guy's dick off, the guy falls to the ground, the other guy steps back. When he steps back, you can see a billboard in the background. It's D- new Detroit billboard. I was just gonna say that. No, no, it's for dildos because the guy needs a dildo. <laughs> now he's got no dick. <laughs> but no, in real life, there is a bill. There is a billboard in that scene for New Detroit. That's true. Yeah, I was gonna bring that up, but you made it a better joke. Good job, Rumi. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rumi. Give me one more. Let's let's do one more great weapon. All right. As a kid, I off as as most kids do, I often played Terminator and chased yeah. my friends around pretending that I was an unstoppable killing machine from the future. And the hardballer long slide with the laser sight that Schwarzenegger uses in that movie is just so fucking <laughs> memorable. And I actually didn't think about it at all while I was making this list until I kind of came apart in it. And it, to the point where I was like, damn, that is a cool gun. And I rewatched the movie last night because it got me so jazzed. It just looks so cool. It's just the, 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 it's the, 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 it's a 34 millimeter hardballer is the pistol, which is like a regular looking pistol. But with that scope on, it doesn't look like anything until you put that sight on there, which was kind of fake and, and movie magic for the movie. There wasn't necessarily a real slot, a real uh, scope like that, but it just looks so cool. And it added to the mythos of the Terminator. And it's in most of the marketing and stuff for that original movie. He kills some fucking people with that gun. And it sounds cool in the movie. Yeah, in the club he goes in and just popping popping people choof, with it. Choof. Yeah, yeah, and he puts the red dot on. And, you know, uh, what's his name? Dick Miller is the gun store salesman. And uh, he's like, uh, a 9mm long slide plasma rifle with whatever of service. Hey, man, only what you see. AR-18 automatic shotgun so fucking cool it sets it up yeah this is new we just got these in he says about the long sight he's got the laser sight and he goes just point the the bullet goes right where the where the where the red dot goes and it's so cool he also gets a ar-18 which is a kind of a long barreled machine gun with a banana clip and as a kid i thought that gun looked so cool i don't know why i thought that was so cool it just looked the design of that gun was so different than other machine guns i'd seen in other movies I just loved it. And a buddy of mine had a gun, a toy water gun that looked kind of like that. And I always wanted to use that gun. I just thought it was so cool. There were some great guns and some great scenes in that movie. I love those fucking, those guns, all those guns. Yeah. And that's on the, the, 
the poster, like of the original Terminator yeah. poster. It's him with like the neon lights behind him. He's got that big gun with the sight on there. Yeah. Ridiculously extra sight. Super funny. That's pretty good. We've had some pretty good ones. You think we can uh, condense them into a list? I, I think we can. I mean, I here's one thing I do appreciate that we didn't get all hard and bonery for the goddamn lightsaber because everybody knows, yes, the lightsaber is one of the greatest weapons of all time. I'll tell but you like, right duh, now, the only we reason need... we didn't is because we didn't have time. That is, I wasn't going to to gush about it super hard, but that's my number one for sure. That I would take uh, that into sure. battle against I mean, any of these. Like, oh, how about this? Let's just already say it. In the countdown, like we're going to do a, a countdown to number one, and then there's going to be like a hard line zero that's going to be the lightsaber. Like It's just on its own level. The lightsaber is one of the greatest weapons what, ever created, period, full stop. What color is your lightsaber, and what, what handle... From the unit, from the star, the established Star Wars universe, would yours look like? Uh, Luke's Return of the Jedi, uh, probably red though. Even though I don't want to be a Sith, but I would have like killed, got it off of a, a Sith that I killed. How about that? <laughs> Does not sound very Jedi like. <laughs> because I'm a gray Jedi man. I'm not light side or dark side. <laughs> <laughs> Purple is actually the color of my lightsaber, and I said that since I was in middle school, which was in the 30s. So that was way before Mace Windu. Before you ever saw a purple lightsaber, badass, Rumi. Good job. Oh, good on for you. sure. But it's not the Mace Windows is like a beautiful lavender that probably freshens up his bathroom. I want like a dark royal purple, like a fucking king. That's what I want. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and I, my, just, I, I think like my, the red, man. My handle would be Anakin Skywalker style, the original, like the, the first one we see in A New Hope. I like that one. Yeah, that's a, I mean, it's just classic as fuck, dude. All, All right, right. So that's number zero. So we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, that's zero. That's like way. Like it's one of the, it's just the hands down. So let's get back to our weapons pulp culture countdown. Here we go. All right, guys, this is your launchpad podcast, dildo billboard, best words to say, pulp culture (laughs) countdown. Okay. No, no, just kidding. It is our weapons episode. We've been talking about weapons, Matt. Mostly. Count us down. What is that? Number five for fictional weapons. All right. Number five is just some. Well, this is a real weapon, but it's used by fictional characters. It's just so fucking cool. Is the the ninja sai? You got a three pointed dagger, Raphael, Electra, Bullseye. Those are three people who I and, and mutants that I respect. And I just think the sai looks so goddamn cool. What do you think? Well, I think it's awesome because not only is the sai an awesome weapon, I think it's it's definitely one of the coolest ones. But the ninja turtles in general, the sai, the bow staff, the the katanas, and the the nunchucks, like those were my the nunchaku. nunchaku those are some of my first introductions into badass weapons and all of those characters have badass weapons so like ninja turtles for the win when it comes to weapons all right so for in for including all the ninja turtle weapons we need to include all of them including that knife that has the handle that you can hold on just through the handle and sticks in the back <laughs> of their belts and the ninja stars that not a single one of those action figures could <laughs> <What>? effectively hold <laughs> Remember, each of them came with a big stick that had a candy cane. cane. It yeah, there was like cane. a sword. It was like a handle with like <laughs> a stick out the top and one off the side. I th- no, you know what it looked like? It looked like those things. It looked like giant canes in case the Ninja Turtles went to vaudeville and had to pull each other off the stage. <laughs> All right, that's my number five. I change it. I think it was supposed to be used for threshing wheat, in fact. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Either way. That and Sai and Katana and Bostaff and Nunchaku share 
uh, the number five spot. What do you got for number four? Oh, man. Well, they told me I couldn't fire any under the uh, heat casing of the uh, reactor, but I'm still <laughs> using my pulse rifle because uh, Vasquez, you so bad. Pulse rifles are just... They have the counter on the side, so you know when you're fucking you want, out of bullets. You want Michael Bean to show you <laughs> like he shows the Gordon Weaver, and you'll be like, what's this thing down here? Ah, now he told you to show me everything. Okay. <laughs> And then he'd give you his fucking watch, and then you could duct yeah, tape it I'll, to your I'll gun. I'll duct tape it with a, with, to a flamethrower, and then go down and save the little dirt girl that I found in the <laughs> air conditioning. <laughs> Who's that? I don't know. I found her in the air conditioning. Why is she carrying that creepy doll head around? I don't know. She's a freaky, creepy kid. Who knows? Yeah, I love the idea of them being in an isolated, deserted plant where they don't know yet where the people are and they know it's covered in aliens and they're like oh that girl is creepy <laughs> <laughs> then Sigourney Weaver's like ugh wait do you see your room <laughs> <laughs> so number four we got this super badass space machine gun grenade launcher it's just such a cool weapon it's I would I would shoot one. Game over, man. Number three would be my sidearm, which of course would be the uh, modified Beretta Auto Nine oh, from yes. RoboCop. That gun just is so goddamn cool. It sounds so distinctive. It looks so. It's people call yeah. it the RoboCop gun. No one knows. Call oh, it yeah. an Auto Nine. They call it. You a, have a to RoboCop be really gun. obsessed with RoboCop to know that it's an Auto Nine. I just love how they reveal it too. So like his partner is like practicing at the gun range she's like yes. pop, pop 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 yeah i'm doing pretty good and then she hears brrr, 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 and she looks down just this flamethrower of her gun just firing just pop 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 huge muzzle flares and she looks over and it's robocop and he's got that auto nine out and he's like pop 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 and he just basically blows apart the target and then spins the gun and his leg opens up and he puts it in his leg and then she's like oh, my partner used to do that and she figures it out amazing <laughs> Such a good movie. I fucking love RoboCop. And that gun, it, it really is a cool gun. It's it's powerful. It's got the distinctive muzzle flash. Shoots a dick off perfectly. Man, like a dick's off perfect. We had, don't, didn't you have like a BB gun or yeah. a pellet gun of them yeah. in our apartment? And it was like showcased on the mantle above our TV. And as were, we had a lot of different Nerf guns and, and, and you know, fake guns and stuff around. Rumi would walk around and like he would just be walking to the bathroom. And he would just pick up the gun and start slow motion shooting imaginary bad guys. <laughs> then he would turn around that way. He would go sideways. I love living with this kid because he was always he's always protecting me from imaginary threats. Imaginary rapist Rumi was shooting the balls off for you. <laughs> I should have gotten you that fucking uh, proton pack, which oddly enough is not on the list. I should have gotten you that that for Christmas when we lived together because that way you could have protected me from imaginary ghosts. Once you convinced me that it was a goddamn net, it was like, man, proton pack. <laughs> I'm throwing this thing out. Second this is over, <laughs> boom, in the garbage. <laughs> Fuck that net. <laughs> well, well what, what, what do we have on our list? What's for number two? Number two, the uh, hard to pronounce Mjolnir, the, uh, Thor's hammer, man. And uh, my big argument for this thing is like, say what you want about Thor. This thing is epic historical i'm talking thousands of years this thing has been around it's it's legendary it's norse mythology all the way up through pop culture and making its way into the marvel universe it is one of the most recognizable weapons in history real and fake comic books movies and back to like scrolls 
on walls, carved into stone even. This weapon has been around for just eons, and I think that it's, that's pretty badass in itself. And Rumi, hands down, put this as his number one. And I was like, wait, really? And he's like, yeah, it's historically significant. A lot of cultures have worshipped it, or you know, at least included it and stuff. And I was like, okay, actually, you know what? I, I kind of get that, and I kind of see that. I was trying to do the list based on coolness factor, and I don't think that's the coolest one up there, but I certainly see the, the relevance that it has. I mean, come on. How many metal songs, so many metal songs, have been written about this Thor's hammer? I mean, that's pretty badass. How many songs have been written about an Auto 9? Well, <laughs> metal is the only genre of music that you can sing a song about Mjolnir about because it doesn't matter if you pronounce it right. Like, you couldn't sing it in country. You should be like, Mjolnir, but like, that's not how you pronounce it. But when it's metal, you're like, no one knows what you fuck you're saying, so it doesn't matter. It's true. It's true. Thor's hammer. Okay, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> you just take the shortcut. You're like, I'm not calling up Mjolnir. <laughs> well, that's our, our, our weapon list so far. We know we have lightsaber at negative one or zero. Yeah, lightsaber is just like crown king. So what's what's our number one as best as we can make it? It's pretty predictable, Rumi. I think I think we're pretty predictable. Oh, see, I thought lightsaber was going to be number one, but you tell me, you say what your specific number one is, and I'll say mine at the same time. Ready? One, two, three. Glaive spear. Shoulder cannon. <laughs> I thought it was I smart disc. You changed it? I, I changed it. Why not? Yeah, you, you convinced me the shoulder cannon's pretty fucking badass. Predator, everything the Predator has is number one. He's got shoulder cannon. He's got multiple different spears. He's got the wrist gauntlet. He's got the net gun. He's got the smart disc. We didn't even talk about the the little U-shaped uh, horseshoe-looking disc that he shoots in Predator 2 that kills oh, yeah. Danny. Oh, yeah, and they find it, and they're like, oh. He's got so many different weapons, and that's just from the movies. You go into the... This is from the first two movies. You go into the comics, he's got so many... got fucking Falcons in the later movies and all those other shits. He just... He's a walking arsenal in and of himself, and all those weapons are cool in their own right, and then you put them all in the same guy, and you're like, fuck, man. I'm not tangling with me. And then not only are his weapons cool, but then he has that awesome little thing that like cleans skulls. Fucking awesome. Oh, his shoe shine kit? <laughs> yeah, right? His little skull shine kit. Looks like a vacuum cleaner attached to a scrubby brush. Hey, Yucha, go get your fucking shine box. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to say those. And actually, that would rival the lightsaber as something to bring in. If I could bring multiple P, if I could bring Predator's entire outfit, that might I might take that over a lightsaber. I'd have to think about it. We'll have to see oh, what color man. lightsaber is. But how badass would a Predator with a lightsaber be? Still, if you guys haven't heard us talk about that, go back and listen to our Predator vs. Everybody episode. We talk a little bit about that. Ooh. Predator vs. Boba Fett, man. Come on. Radness. We've, we've had a lot of people comment about that one specific fight. If you haven't, if you like Predator's... Oh, go listen to that episode because it actually is a lot of fun. It's one of our best. I, that's one of my favorite ones. Yeah. That well, <laughs> this has been our dildo billboard episode. I was gonna say this is our episode about dildos and billboards. <laughs> we 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 kept it pretty on topic for the most part. Kind. I mean, of. dude, I got through a list of twenty fucking weapons and two dildos and <laughs> a bunch of dildos. <laughs> <laughs> Well, oh my God. we're the Rocketeers, your favorite dildos. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, let's blast this thing off and close the arsenal for now. Guys, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at LaunchpadPod and on our website, launchpadpod.com. Until next time, 
Guys, we're the Rocketeers. Rumi, let's blast this thing off. Okay. <laughs> All right, man. We're the Rocketeers, and we are out. Out. Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engines running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff.